always still had the same questions and the same thoughts and we the wanted, same hustle and drive yeah. yeah so i think it is finding that that complementary skill set but also just being very open with each other you're listening to the branding gems podcast podcast that is not just interviews and conversations is to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question what are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way and then we discuss it to feel your passion filled lifestyle business i promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business and together we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree and let's get growing. Hi, welcome. Oh my gosh, I was listening to the episode right before this one and I said I'm excited so many times and I realized, you know what, I am excited. I like being excited and I generally do get excited often. Um, so there, and I'm excited that you're here and you're back. Um, and guess what? There's a giveaway with the guests of this podcast. Go to the Instagram page at Blank Room Design, and you can comment your brand and business in the comments. And the giveaway is that we'll give your brand and business a shout out on the next podcast episode. And you also get a save her seat hat as well. So definitely go to the Instagram page at Lightroom Design and check out that and enter it and I'll give you a shout out on the next episode and of course before we get to this episode I had to mention Zencaster because guess what I actually use Zencaster. I'm sponsored by Zencaster and I actually love Zencaster and if you use my code at Peggy Bree, you can get your two weeks for free and you get 40% off your first three months. You can use Zencaster to record your podcast or you can use Zencaster to just record guests and episodes all over the world and put them on your Instagram or social content. It doesn't have to be for podcasts. You can just record with other people from around the world as well. And so definitely check out Zencaster. Use my code to sign up at Peggy Bree and let's get with this episode. I'm excited for this one because it is a duel, which means there's three voices in this episode and that was so much fun to do. And I, you know what? I wanna do more of these. I wanna hear more from co-founders and their journey in creating the brand together in partnership and the success in those. And I wanna hear more. So if anyone wants to build a brand or a thinking about building a brand or even have a brand already and they're looking for a co-founder or they want to hear more about what it's like to have a co-founder or whether they should or not, this is the episode. So enjoy. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Branding Gems. Today we have two lovely guests for the very first time and you get to hear about their brands and building a brand together and partner and what that is like and their tips. So Sarah and Terry are the co-founders of Females Who Side Hustle, a community to support, educate, and empower those who hustle. 
It's a community and mission where women can share their success, vocalize their struggles, support, educate, and empower one another. With the newly launched podcast called Save Her Seat and a series of events aimed at bringing women together, they are ditching competition and encouraging females to life each other up and collaborate. Welcome, you two. Hi, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much for reaching out and for this podcast collaborations. I think it's so key for podcasters to collaborate. So thank you and hi. Yeah, we're very excited too. You're and you're totally right with the you know c- collaboration with different podcasts. Um, we just we we get the field and we know how important it can be to sort of share in that journey and have guests. And yeah, it's very exciting for us. Yeah, it's nice to meet and chat with other women on air. Yeah, this is so fun. It's so cool to hear two different voices, like for the very (laughs) first time. Like, this is so cool. Um, Let's dive right in. What are your top three tips on branding and business? And let's start with number one. Yeah, so I'm Sarah, and I'm going to give our first one really geared towards the branding side of things. We love branding at Fleesh. We call it short. Females who side hustle fweesh very often. Um, but in our branding, we started out, uh, I want to say like hard and fast when we yes. were starting and launching online. We didn't really know what our community was going to look like, but we created a feel that felt empowered to us and inviting to others. And I think the biggest tip that I have for those and when they're kind of hashing out their branding is no one is going to love your branding like you do. And I know that we are drawn to things that look pretty and look nice. Um, but I think it's important to keep that in mind. It doesn't have to be perfect. And you can redo and go over it a million, million times. But you need to just put it out there. Obviously, it has to be something that you do love and are passionate about. But you don't have to stay married to your first kind of version of your brand. We've gone through subtle rebrands with both our females page and our podcast page. And we didn't announce any sort of rebranding. We just did a really soft rebrand in our colors and style. So you can grow. We say you can grow with your show. You can grow with your brand too. I love that. It's such a good reminder that as your brand evolves, it's never going to be the same as version one. And I love that you guys are sharing that tip because I can totally see how much your brand has grown to be what it has become. And it's so awesome that the core value and the, I guess, the absolute essential of your brand still remains the same because you guys are still all about empowering. You guys are still all about hustling and helping other women. So that is awesome. Yeah. So we always talk about how um, you have to be authentic and you have to know your why. So if you know your why early on, then that's always going to stay with your brand. But the colors and the fonts, like we said, can just subtly change. But never did our audience ever feel that change or felt that we were different um, because we always kept those same uh, values and why. That's so good and so true because I think sometimes people get so caught up in the brand's visual and forefront of 
the impressions of the brand. But it's true, like over time, as the way the world is going to be changing, like your brand is going to evolve with it too. And there's going to be updated fonts that pertain to the times of now and of the world that is more relevant to how you want your brand to speak. So there's no problem in changing that down the road. So that's a great reminder. Thanks. <laughs> and so what would you say, actually, like, what was that process like for you both? Because you are two people, and it is a partnership. Like, what is that process like when it comes to like having these minute changes? We're like grinning at each other. Yeah, we like these questions. <laughs> we have found we didn't start Females Who Side Hustle with direct roles, duties assigned. We kind of just jumped into it passion-driven. What we wanted to come from it, we just knew we had to put in the work for it. Um, we have a great partnership in that we are similar, but we don't have all the same strengths and all the same weaknesses. So I think that's a key element in a, in a strong partnership because I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And Terry compliments that very well and vice versa. And while we're both passionate about our brand, I would say I took on more of the creation um, and the concept of the the actual visual graphics and assets that we put out. But that's not to say that it doesn't come from both of us because Terry provides the content and things like that. But it, it I would say that we've just found that balance between us of one person handles it in terms of executing it yeah. because then, you know, if something doesn't get put out or it doesn't get done, like who does it kind of fall on um, as that responsibility. And it's funny you asked that question today. So last night, uh, Sarah had phoned me and we were just chit chatting late at night just to kind of brain dump. And she's like, um, so I'm thinking about not doing the, like this one particular pattern that we do the checkerboard pattern on our Instagram. Like, how do you feel? And I was like, Oh, I don't care. Like you do you. But, she, and so she knows that she, not that she has to ask me, she wants to ask my opinion and I gave my opinion, but I know, and I trust her. Um, and those are sort of, again, her roles, even though we don't really have defined roles, but I love Sarah's eye. I love her vibe. And that's one reason why I have 110% confidence in what she does with, you know, the subtle brand change or, um, you know, what she's posting today. If she hasn't said, Oh, Terry, I'm going to post this. I know that it's going to be, uh, coming from our why and from, the things that we love and the things we want to put out to our community. So I'm very confident in that. Oh, I love that. It's so nice to hear a partnership be in so harmony and in unison together and to balance each other out in areas that need that support and uplifting because you guys have that with each other. And in doing that, you become this like com combination of a powerhouse to also like power this podcast so that is so cool to hear I absolutely love that Ashley do you have any tips for people looking for partnerships or what would you say is the number one thing two people or one person has to think about when they are finding their partner oh that's a good one that is a good one <laughs> I want to say because ours I don't want to say we fell into it because we had met Previously, I was completing my postgrad. Terry was a professor at the college I was attending, and we quickly became colleagues as I took on a role at the college after graduation. And from there, we stayed in touch um, and always were just 
gravitated towards each other. Yeah. Like we had this a little bit of a mentorship role and I think it was, I think one of the success factors of our partnership is that we, we just understand each other and we accept, like Sarah said earlier about our, you know, strengths and weaknesses and how we roll. And we, at the end of the day, if you strip all of that away, I think the key thing is if you're in partnership with someone, you have to make sure that your intentions are the same. Um, I've been in a situation where I kind of, you know, passed an idea along to a friend and they were, they got very excited about it and we're like, yeah, let's do it together. And then at the end of the day, it didn't work out because our intentions weren't the same. And so I do think that that would be one key thing. And I I know it's not a conversation where you're, let's say you want to get into business with a friend and you're like, what's your intentions? Like it's, it's not as easy as that. Your values and your efforts both match too, I think is really important Mm -hmm. to us is that we both wanted, we were both looking for a space that we quote unquote fit in. And and we've joked about it because no one wants to fit in anywhere, but you don't want to fit into one box, but we wanted a space that felt like a community for us. And we're 10 years apart, but we still, we always joke, we're on the same wave. Like we always still had the same questions and the same thoughts. And we the same hustle and drive. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it is finding that, that complementary skill set, but also just being very open with each other. I can easily know that I can come to Terry and just say, I'm just like feeling a little creatively drained. Like I need some, I need six points from you or I need this from you and being able to offload that. Like you can't be scared to voice how you're feeling, I guess would be the biggest thing for us because we're, we're very open and our professional life. And we also know what's going on well into our personal lives as well. But we didn't, I think a big thing is we didn't start out as friends who went into business. We started, started out as colleagues and we had this mentorship and a business wound from there. And then we became close, close friends. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, I know some people struggle that they have their best friend and they want to go into business with them. And then they don't know how to talk to them about work ethic or what they need to be doing. And that's, that is a struggle. But as long as your values and your mission aligns from the beginning, I think anything can be worked out. Mm, I love that. So to say the least, it's like a mix of timing and and connection and the same mission and the same intentions that all work out into a beautiful product that is in combination of the two brains that are behind it. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, we're pretty blessed. (laughs) What's your second tip in branding and business? So the, um, from like a business perspective and we always, um, our community really attracts, um, side hustlers and, people sort of starting out in their businesses and then they kind of move into like the grinding phase and then the thriving phase, we like to call it. So the one tip that we have is really embrace collaboration over competition. And we've said this literally from day one and what we as women, oh my goodness, we face so much competition throughout our lives. And if you are going to do something for you um, and start a business and really follow your heart and your gut, I definitely think that competition in this space needs to be 
like diminished. Like we, we can't fall into the same trap. And I know some competition can be um, unavoidable, but in this space, it really, we just have to embrace the collaboration and get rid of the competition mindset. There is room for everyone. Not everyone does a podcast like we do. Not everyone does, you know, social media marketing like somebody else does. And so I definitely think with, um, if you do, if you can embrace some sort of collaboration with somebody, um, there's so many benefits to it. You can develop a really good support system. You can turn into each other's mentors. You can, and I think at the end of the day, what's really cool about it, what I've found is that it's really grown my confidence and you just sort of develop these um, soft skills that is so much better. It's such a better vibe than this competition. Like, competing with people in the same space as you just doesn't make any sense to us. And yeah, we definitely think that that is like one key thing that people should really uh, try to embrace. Um, It's not like a jump in, uh, you know, feet first, uh, dip your toe in, start to, you know, DM people in your space and start to maybe nourish a mentorship um, relationship where you're asking for advice, you're giving advice and see how it blossoms. Mm -hmm. I love that you guys said that it doesn't make sense to be in competition with somebody who's in the same space as you because that's so true and it's something that people really need to think about because when someone's in the same space as you like all you'll be doing if you're in collaboration with each other is that you'll be growing each other in that space and that in Mm -hmm. itself it just grows and grows so I love that The competition really puts a limit on, I think, what you're able to do in your business. If you're always looking at social media and you're always trying to compete and be better than somebody else, there's no room to grow as your business and you as a human. And I think, I mean, of course, our society forces us a lot of times down the competition route, but I definitely think um, we're going to start to, especially with our community of females who side hustle, we're going to really remind people that collaboration is much better. And I think too, on the collaboration side, if you're not sure where to start, we say we are fueled by open conversations and shared experiences. Sending a DM that we get, or a DM that we get when someone says, oh, how did you make this? Or what do you, what software do you use for this? I don't think twice before saying, oh, we use this on Canva. I do this on PowerPoint. I convert it this way because no one's going to just because they know what software like our secret sauce whatever it is (laughs) no one's going to create the same recipe that you do every time so you have your own special twist on things and you have what you bring to the table there's no reason why you can't have others sit at the table with you oh that is so good and it's like so interesting because like instagram does have that community of collaboration over competition and it's such a friendly community and people really believing that and people who absolutely want to reach out and help each other and absolutely want to give tips and tricks so that we can all see each other grow and it's a beautiful community so actually like for people who are who have that competitor mindset how does how do you think one can switch from that or like think of co- collaboration as n- nothing more than a place to grow rather than to limit that like what does that look like for someone to switch to th- 
to that, do you think? I think it starts with the content that you consume. Just you saying like Instagram is a space for that. That's because you've created that for you. The people that you follow encourage that. If you were following all people who are not approachable and perceived as not wanting to share because they are quote unquote competition, that's how you're going to um, feel and want to portray. Whereas our community and the people that we choose to surround ourselves with and the content we consume is all about um, creating that own personal board of directors. Who are those people, your go-to people that you ask, whether they are directly in your industry or just the people that you trust and, and value their opinion. So I think it really has to do with who you surround yourself with and the content that you consume, because it's going to make yourself more comfortable to also follow mm-hmm. suit in that way. I love that. And I love that it's like also from like a brand's perspective and a business perspective too, to surround yourself with the same values and missions of having that collaboration mindset. Because like when businesses have collaborations together, it it, there creates like fruitful things that come from it. Like, and, and, terms of like event collaborations or even stuff like this where it's like podcast collaborations it's such a beautiful yeah yeah, it's a beautiful unity and it's a beautiful conversation that could be said in it with multiple voices that are speaking of the same value so I absolutely love that yeah we love to be able to say that we have a gal for that across industries you know you always that stemmed from you always hear, oh, I have a guy for this. I have a guy for that. And we were like, well, where's the gals? We want to be able to say anytime someone needs, whether it's balloon decor or website coding, anything we want to be able to say, oh, we've got a gal for that. And let us be that referral hub and and make those connections. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you guys truly are about that. So do you have any tips on collecting people and just, I guess, connecting with people through messaging or email, any tips on fostering that relationship with your audience or people that you want to work with? Yeah, I definitely think that stems from like, we did a podcast about mentorship. And if we take that word away, I do feel like all of the things we talked about, like apply to that. It's, it's about, you know, asking for help, but also giving as well. It's not a take, take, take relationship. And I think it's just, you need to, yeah, like it, when Sarah says someone, you know, goes into our DM and it's like, how did you do that? And then Sarah will reply or I'll reply and we'll kind of foster that relationship. And then we're always mindful of the time um, that is required to do that. And we're always making sure that we are asking or not asking necessarily, but like we're replying back and saying, oh, you know, we really love this about that. How do you do that? And it ends up being like a little bit of um, like brainstorming. Yeah, like more so of a, um, you know, a dual win in that sense. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, again, it's a mindset thing for us. And I feel when we do get people to reach out the way we reply, they tend to like pick up on our vibe. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say, don't be scared of the cold DM. You know, you always Sarah's used so to hear <laughs> cold calling um, and how nervous people would be. They hated doing it. Send off DMs of people that you love and admire what they're doing, whether they're in your direct space or not. And tell them. And yeah, yeah. I think it's a perfect combination of being of networking and that mentorship piece. It's like being complimentary and, and really 
sharing. If you do like, do like what someone's doing, let them know. Um, you have the opportunity at your fingertips to connect with so many people. So shoot off a couple comments, give them those likes, share their posts, because that's the best way that you're going to also get on their radar. They say, hey, I, I loved this article. I love what this person put out. Check it out. Read it. Um, yeah, I just don't be afraid to share other people's things and, and showcase what other people are doing if you really connected with it. And then that's only going to bring them back to connecting with you and your community. Mm, that makes so much sense in different ways to really foster that relationship, especially digitally, like online, and that there's still so many ways besides just emailing one off, like it's really continuing that combo. And sent, like you said, sending articles or anything that or tagging them, like it's it's such a beautiful relationship that can come through digital friendships and, and community. It's so cool. Yeah, internet friendships are honestly a serious oh, yeah. thing. And <laughs> it's a real thing, especially even more so now in the past year. And I think that before it wasn't looked at as maybe positively, positively, <laughs> but I think, yeah, it gives you the opportunity to connect with so many people across the globe and yeah, so many valuable, valuable friendships have come from connecting online through DMs. Mm, so good. And what is your final most valuable tip in branding and business? Yeah. So it kind of goes hand in hand with that, with promoting other people and, and sh- sharing that you like what they're doing, but also being your own hype gal. And that when you're first starting, being confident in what you're doing. So many times we see people in that starting or even grinding stages where they're they have this, oh, I have a hobby. Oh, I, I, just, I do this on the side. <laughs> and it's like, no, be proud of what you're doing and voice it. We did a podcast episode on your elevator pitch and how saying it over and over and over again, writing it out and speaking it into existence is going to make you more confident when someone asks you, so what do you do? It was at the beginning of Females Who Side Hustle. I, I maybe didn't even mention it as much. I didn't bring it up. I maybe didn't share it as many times onto my personal. And then really quickly, Anytime I posted on females, I would share it to my personal and say, hey, this is what's going on. Because anytime I did tell someone or someone brought it to my attention, oh, what is this that you do? I was so happy to talk about it. And they were like, wow, that's so needed. Uh, I wish I, I, I wish I found it earlier. So I'm like, why aren't we shouting it from the rooftops, what we're doing when it, it's benefiting so many people? So being comfortable and proud and being your own hype girl. It, do, it does take time, though. I... Sarah has taught me so much. We talk about how um, we started out off as, um, you know, I was her mentor and now the tables have turned. Like she is the best hype girl known to man. And I've taken a lot from her and I don't like not to put anyone uh, down around me, but my warm circle isn't in the same space as me. They don't nine to five plus side hustle and sometimes multiple side hustles and their drive is a little bit different. And so sometimes I feel super alone with that. And I think that diminished me two ways. It diminished my own confidence. And then it also diminished me speaking out and hyping up other people. So once I sort of realized that that wasn't what I wanted to be doing. And I wanted to, I thought for sure I would look at someone's, you know, uh, Instagram and think, Oh, I love your aesthetic, but I would never tell them that. And what does it hurt? Nothing. I tell them that we become these, you know, again, internet friends, like we've talked about, and that helps with my confidence. It helps with their confidence. So yeah, being your own hype girl, it's sometimes hard depending on, you know, your background and your upbringing and things like that. But 
again, everything we sort of preach, there's no real negative to it. There could only be positives. And even if you hype somebody and you don't get anything in return, it still feels good to do it. And I think too, it's, I truly believe that you, what you put out into the world, you get back. And Terry always says like how my group of friends, girlfriends, like they're so supportive. And I didn't always have that in high school. And even my first couple of years of university, it was towards the end of university and into my professional life that I really had these strong core friendships of people who absolutely support everything that I do. And so, yeah, it does take time to find that. But if you're constantly putting out there and hyping up other people, that's what you're going to get in return. And so you need to be doing that for yourself to put out there. um, Yeah. And really believe in yourself and what you're doing. I love that. And I love the two perspectives that you guys just gave because it's like if hyping yourself doesn't come of natural to you and you don't Mm -hmm. have that partnership, you could still be around other people that can add that sort of energy to you so that you can produce that outwards as well. And for people who don't have that partner, like um, Terry and Sarah mentioned, you can find that community to, to help build you, to have that energy and to be in that space. So my goodness. That was, why that was literally should. what I was just going to say. Why females was born. That is why mm-hmm. like we hope that everyone connects with females because that's what we hope that they come to our page, connect with us, send us a DM, and then you gain two, two gals in your yeah, corner. Yeah, you gain two hype girls. <laughs> oh, that's so That's so good. And I love that you guys mentioned the importance of being visible with what you do and say through yes. the social channels that is presented to the world because if you got if it's not out there how is it ever going to be out there besides your head or like besides the files in your computer your office (laughs) yeah so putting that forth and to put that forth continually so that people can see it and to memorize it or to remember it um, is so important to be known for that and to be remembered for a certain you know, to be remembered overall in this huge digital space. So, right. Yeah. I would say like a bonus tip that we have (laughs) just to go along with that is that people now more than ever want to buy from people. They want to see who is behind the business. Mm -hmm. So we're strong advocates for showing the face behind the hustle. And so when you do get comfortable and confident in telling what you do, share that and, and tell your story because that's what really sells. People want to buy from other humans. They don't want to be just sold to over and over and over again so that it goes hand in hand with being confident in what you do and then being able to share that and, and vocalize mm-hmm. it. Oh, that's so good. Actually, like I know that some people sometimes they can be a little bit scared to, let's say they have like a product-based business and they want the product to shine rather than themselves. Do you think there's any value to do mm-hmm. that? Or do you think it, like solely having that balance is key? Or do you think there's any value in in doing it the other way? I definitely think, like, I don't want to put anyone down who does that because if it works for them, it works for them. But I definitely think, like Sarah mentioned, like now more than ever, we want to support the small businesses around us. And it, 
I don't know. I, I can't see any negative in putting yourself out there. And there there needs to be a balance with each um, business that's out there. So if you're only making, let's say, for example, one post every month about like you, and it doesn't even have to be like you talking on your story. It could just be you setting it up as a time-lapse video, showing people how you wrap your presents, how you ship things, how you design something. Because I know it's very intimidating for me to get on camera and you know do a story but for Sarah, it comes very naturally to her. And so for me, if I was just in a solo um, business, I I might not be that person who's definitely, you know, posting photos of myself and, um, you know, going on stories all of the time. But I do see the value in showing that there is a human behind. And sharing the story, like why you started your business or what goes into this or who benefits from it. Like if you're supporting your family or you're supporting your you know, a, a charity. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lovely perspective because there is so much that you can do when you show your face behind any brand or business that doesn't have that at all. And I love the behind the scene parts to it. I love the idea of you sharing like the why behind the product or the why behind a business. And the story that comes behind it. It's so good and it's like interesting. So I love that. It is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was so good to have you guys on this podcast. I just, oh my gosh. I just love the two of you together. (laughs) We're so happy after all this time connecting online. I'm glad we got to finally do this together. This is so cool. So what's next for you guys? What's next in your, I guess, life or even in your business or the podcast, what's next? Yeah, so we recently, um, we just turned two. (laughs) Our female two side hustle had our second birthday and on our one year anniversary, one year anniversary, we released our podcast, Save Her Seat. And so on our second anniversary, we really wanted a way to connect deeper with our community and bring more value and more females to the table. So we released our memberships. So our memberships are open. They are two different streams, one for community and connection, one for business and growth to really help women in business find um, a way to level up and hustle to the next level and yeah we're just running with that each month we have different resources that either come out or events different ways that our members can connect with each other and build their networks and we're praying to the event gods because actually both (laughs) of our backgrounds are is in event planning so we definitely are praying to the gods that we can do some in-person events but if not we do definitely have a plan for all of our virtual connections that we're going to do but at the end of this year we're we're gearing up for our first sort of digital summit um during covid we did have a uh, conference in-person conference plan that we obviously had to cancel so we've just been that's at the forefront of our minds and as much as we do have our memberships we are always looking for people to join um, just even our Instagram community, not necessarily our membership community, but all of our events that we have for members, of course, being a perk um, or the perk of being a member is you get to come to these for uh, free and then we do open it up to the public as well. So we're never going to be um, not including anybody or everybody, but yeah, we're definitely just want to grow and yeah. still connect and we um we've piloted a community rep program as well so we have a couple different females across different cities that are advocating with Fleish out there and getting the word to 
um, many different ears to, to join us at our table. Oh, that's so exciting, guys. I am so excited for you. I can't wait to see it all come to life. And even if the in-person event doesn't happen, I'm sure you guys will kill it in the online space. So I'm sure that you guys will be able to create that positive online um, celebration and community in that event. So that's so exciting. Thank <laughs> you. And where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at Females Who Side Hustle, and our podcast is at Save Her Seat. And then we have our website, which is um, femaleswhosidehustle.com. And there we have our merch and all the information on our memberships, memberships and different events that are going on. So check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for being a guest on. Well, thank you for being guests on this podcast. Yeah. My goodness. It was so fun to like speak to two people and to hear like how awesome partnerships could be and how great things can come from it. Like it's so inspiring and amazing. So thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you, you for very having much. us. Awesome. Well, thanks again, and I'm going to be signing off. Hi, welcome to the end. Don't forget to enter the giveaway at Blank Room Design on Instagram. And before we sign off, of course, I wanted to mention again, if you want to get in to podcasting or start recording audio for your social content definitely check out Zencaster they're awesome I use them and I trust them and you can use my code at Peggy Bree and you can also get two weeks for free and three months for 40% off so definitely check out and use my code at Peggy Bree and I'll talk to you on Instagram bye